Welcome to another episode of The Inquisitive Analyst. I'm your host, Marcus Udekang. It's the show where we chat about business analysis and project management issues and the challenges and triumphs within those fields. It's inspiring, informative, and most of all, it's very much inquisitive. My guest today is a financial modeling consultant, an analyst, author, and corporate trainer. She's the author of Using Excel for Business and Financial Modeling, third edition, and Financial Modeling in Excel for Dummies. And she is principal at Plum Solutions. Please help me welcome to today's show, joining us from Sydney, Australia, Daniel Stein Fairhurst. Welcome, Daniel. Thank you, Marcus. Uh, thank you so much for having me. It's, um, it's wonderful to meet you finally. Oh, you're very much welcome. In fact, I think that uh, financial modeling has a lot to do with, or at least there's something that business analysts can certainly learn from financial modeling. So hence why I have a list of questions mm-hmm. for you today. Mm, yes, yes, it is. A, it's, it's such a great, a great skill to have uh, financial modelling. Uh, it's we're finding that it's often asked for, and a lot of uh, a lot of job requirements have financial modelling as a skill that's required. It's um, becoming quite popular uh, for uh, to, to to look for jobs. Yeah, no, I think the skill set is definitely indispensable in today's market, no doubt. Uh, let's let's start out by asking: Can, can you give us an idea of how you decided to enter the financial modeling mm. uh, uh, yeah. field? Mm. Yeah, I think it's uh, it's something that I was when I look back. I think it was something that I was actually doing all along, but back then we didn't necessarily call it financial modeling. So I started out in investment banking in London. I went off traveling as most young Australians do, or they uh, or they used to anyway. And uh, I was working in investment banking and that's where I started working in Excel. So I was, I've always done lots and lots of analysis in Excel for certain purposes. You know, I would be asked to um, to do a bit of pricing analysis or to create a, a uh, some kind of uh, company portfolio, or I'd be asked to do some analysis on something in particular. And of course, the tool of choice would be uh, Excel. And discovered that uh, you know I was quite uh, quite good at, at it. I really enjoyed using Excel, and uh, you, you know I really just found that what I was doing was building financial model- models. And I think I didn't necessarily call it financial modeling um, until a little bit later on. And I kind of looked back and went, "Yeah, that's pretty much a description of what my job has always been: is um, is building uh, tools in Excel for." the purpose of finance yeah and i think excel Excel is definitely one of those tools that uh, that many people use so it's definitely flexible enough to be used in just about any industry now now you're a principal of plum at plum solutions Mm. what what types of services do you uh do does plum solutions offer yeah, well, Plum Solutions is pretty much just me. It's really a vehicle for me to to do uh, to do what I love, which is which is building models in Excel, and I do that in two ways. Um, firstly, I provide consulting services, so I go into organisations and I help them build financial models. Uh, these days, I do take on fairly small projects, nothing nothing too big, because I do uh, the other side of the business is training, and um, and I really, really love training. So, I, I used to spend an awful lot of time travelling, so I go and, um, and 
deliver deliver training courses and teaching people how to get the best out of their skills in terms of mostly mostly around the use of Excel for financial modeling or sometimes it's for budgeting or dashboards or something around that sort of skill set that a business analyst or some or, or a finance analyst would need in their role. So those are the kind of the two the two areas that we focus on. And I think that as a consultant that works quite well because you can't if I was just training all the time, if I was just always telling people how to do things, you kind of lose that edge. And I think it's really important to actually be building models because Excel is changing all the time. And uh, it's very important to keep your skills sharp as a as a consultant. So what's, uh, what's fantastic is being able to go into an organization for a couple of days or a couple of weeks and just really build a solution for them. Usually it's just using standard Excel uh, and it's something that they can really um, and take and use. And by doing that, it kind of gives me a real uh, feel for what's, what's important and what people need to learn uh, as far as training goes. So you, you do financial modeling, like you've explained, data analysis, you've got reports and dashboards, budgeting and forecasting, all this is, is, mm. done, is done using Excel. And like I mentioned earlier, you know, Excel is a very popular tool that many business analysts and financial modelers use. So why, why should financial modelers or even business analysts bother to use Excel? I mean, when there's a lot of software out there that can probably do the stuff uh, as sophisticated, you know, sophisticated, sophisticated reports and dashboards. So um, how, how can Excel really benefit analysts, I guess, is the first question. And is Excel really relevant in today's business world? Yeah, yeah. It's such a it's such a hot topic, really. You know, that idea of, you know, should we should we be using Excel? Because people are always uh, people often ask me that. They say, Why why are you still using Excel? You know, Excel is dead, but hang on, where's my spreadsheet? You know, we can't live without our spreadsheets. You know, Excel is what everyone uses. And and I'm the first to admit that Excel is not always the best solution. There are hundreds of pieces of software out there that are always going to do a much better job for a specific purpose. So if you need to build a particular uh, you know, real estate model, or if you need to build a budget or a forecast or in a particular industry, then there's certainly going to be someone somewhere who has built a fantastic piece of software, which is going to do a great job of what you need it to do. But of course, you have to learn how to use it. You have to implement it. You need to get all of your data into, into the system. Uh, you you need to pay licenses, which is, um, you know, uh, not inconsequential quite often. Uh, you need to train your staff on how to use it. Uh, also, the, the skills that your staff will learn are in that particular software, which is fine, but it makes them perhaps less employable uh, as, it, as it would be than, um, than if it were simply in Excel. And quite often, we often find, and, and, this is really um, uh, unfortunate, but very often um, I've, I've just seen it so many times where somebody will go in and get a fantastic system built that is bespoke for their industry and it's, you know, it's got all of their billing systems in and it works exactly specifically for what they need and yet they still end up using Excel. 
So they they have everything in the system and then they, they, they say the most popular button in a lot of pieces of software is that button that says export to Excel. Oh, yeah, right. So, <laughs> you know, um, analysts particularly are very can find it hard to um, to work. We, we, you know, we often joke, I can't think without a spreadsheet in front of me because we're just so used to working in Excel all the time and we're trying to get away from Excel and yet, yet we love Excel. So it's a, it's, it's a hot topic, certainly. And, um, and I've, you know, I've built my entire career around Excel and yet I still would not say that, yes, you have to use Excel. I think certainly explore other other tools and other systems that you can use, but you really can't go past Excel in terms of um, the ubiquity of it, of having, you know, 750 million users that know how to use it. So you know that you can build a model or a piece of analysis or some kind of tool in Excel and send it to someone anywhere in the world in any industry and know that they're going to be able to open it they're going to know how to read it. They're going to know how to make changes. And I really don't think there's any other software that can do that. And that's why, uh, you know, everybody uses Excel. It's got, um, it's got its issues. You know, there's problems with integrity. You know, it's very easy to make mistakes. It's, it doesn't um, or it didn't used to handle large quantities of data very well. But Microsoft's working very hard on making Excel more um, uh, competitive um, and, and sort of uh, they're constantly changing um, and bringing out updates which are going to improve uh, the tool and make it uh, for what, what the users need. Nice. Excellent. Now, if I say I'm a business analyst or, or any, um, you know, I, I want to get into the, the financial modeling business, what are some first steps that someone could take to get into financial modeling? Mm. Well, the best thing you can do is start uh, building financial models. So I've written a couple of books on it. So I've got um, financial modelling in Excel for dummies, which is a great place to start. And I've also written uh, one on uh, using Excel for business and financial modelling. Uh, but you cannot learn financial modelling from reading a book. The best way to learn financial modelling is to start building financial models. And I think the best way to, to get started on that is to just start doing it. Think of mm. any opportunity that you have to build models. So just mm. using Excel, uh, you know, just build yourself a personal cash flow if you don't have an opportunity at work and just take any opportunity to be using Excel and to, uh, to utilise a lot of the functionality of using the formulas and, and those sorts of concepts uh, within Excel um, and particularly, but most importantly, within work. So if you have a role that gives you exposure to take the opportunities to use Excel, um, that's really going to be the best way to learn. Yeah, I think so. Most definitely. So what, what I've always been curious, what's the distinguishing difference between, say, a financial modeling and data analysis and, say, financial analysis? What, is, there, is there a difference yeah. between these three? Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I've always sort of 
you, you know, the difference between business modeling and financial modeling. I mean, there's, you know, it's much of a muchness, really. Uh, but, you know, financial modeling, you know, the definition of financial model, of a financial model could be a PL cash flow balance sheet. Mm-hmm. Not all financial models will contain a PL cash flow balance sheet. A financial model is a structure of some sort of um, structure that's built for a purpose to answer a question that you might have about the business. Data analysis, though, is perhaps not necessarily financial. It might just be data. It could be geographical data. It could be transactional data. Um, but the tools and the best practice that you use are going to be similar across each of those. It's just right. ones for financial purposes, one where you just, you're just looking at, at the data. Mm. Um, typically, data, you would perhaps use slightly different tools. Um, Excel does not handle more than, you know, a couple of hundred thousand rows very well. In fact, it wouldn't yeah. handle that many. So you'd get into, if you're using Excel, you'd get into using Power Query or mm. Power BI or Power Pivot for those sorts of tools. Using uh, the tools for the purpose of modelling is more about inputs and outputs Mm. and you change the inputs and the outputs change. That's really the definition of modelling. And Mm. so if you structure your model in such a way and build it well so that things are linked to particular variables or inputs or assumptions and you change those inputs, everything will flow throughout the model and that's really a a good practice to build a model like that Um, whereas data analysis is more about having you know thousands and thousands and thousands of rows of data not so much about the formulas and that dynamic nature of of a model so it's it is slightly slightly different focus Fantastic. now i want to say congratulations on your excel your microsoft Uh excel mvp award you uh, no, it's, yeah, you're did welcome. you see it? Yeah, actually, yeah. Bring it. Yeah, Bryony is bringing it. Yeah, yeah. yeah sure. It's, um, so, it was very exciting when that uh, that only arrived. Um, yeah, a month or so ago. So that was um, it was very exciting to get that. Uh, so I've been, uh, you know, I've been writing about and using Excel for such a such a long time. And MVP is a is a community award about about uh, people who. Uh, promote or, or, or use Excel um, in the community. So it was wonderful to be recognised with that award. So it's very exciting. Fantastic. How do you, how do you become an MVP? I mean, how long does it take to become an MVP or do you have to put a lot of hours in? I don't know. I you just kind of it's it's just based on what you what you oh, do. What you've done, what you the contribution. Yeah, what made. you okay. like I do it because I love Excel and I love the community. I run a lot of meetup groups. Right. Uh, so I'm always, uh, you know, engaging with and, and, you know, have a YouTube channel and and constantly using Excel uh, and, and helping people to who, who also love Excel. So that's really, that's the focus of the award um, is for people like that. Yeah. That's fantastic. That's cool. And on the issue, I was going to ask about the issue of storytelling. So you want to help, mm-hmm. say, say, a business analyst or a financial model, you want to help them better communicate, you know, financial results to stakeholders. What's, um, how, how, how can you use storytelling to do that? Mm. That's, an, that's an interesting question because um, we often, I, I find financial analysts or financial modelers are not very good at this stuff yeah. because we're very numerical based and we're all about the numbers 
and you know it's all about getting your calculations right you know making sure that the that the that everything is accurate that there's no errors and you know you don't always think about what the numbers mean and that's the next step so as a junior analyst of course the accuracy and the functionality and the mechanics of the model is is important and that's that's got to be correct but the next um, step up from that is actually thinking about what that means. So these numbers that this model is telling me, what does it actually mean? Has it gone up? Has it gone down? What is it telling us about the business? And being able to to use the outputs of the, that model to tell a story is um, is is it's really part of um, uh, of the skill set that you really need to learn. And we are often not very good at that because we um, will just think clinically about the numbers and the communication. It's, it's very much about the communication. Um, you can do it in the storytelling you can do in a couple of different ways. So you've come up with your financial model or your, your report and it's got, you know, usually it's got, you know, grid lines and it's black and white and it's sort of very Excel-y looking and that's our analysis. And so you would then take those numbers and, um and actually uh, present to people either um, verbally or in charts. So you know, Excel does a does a job of uh, visualization uh, quite quite well. So often we'll take a financial model and we'll put a chart or or a dashboard over the top of it that will actually tell the story of what we're trying to get across or what the or what the outputs of our financial model are. Um, and I think that's something that uh, modelers often have to really work at. I know I certainly uh, did not come naturally. I was very much about the numbers and the formulas and you're very much into the yeah. sort of mechanics of it, but then actually translating it into visuals and how it's going to look is something that you have to really put a lot of effort into. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Now, why why are budgeting and forecasting skills? I mean, these are sort of uh, things that financial modelers use. Why why are they critical skills for financial modelers or even business analysts for that matter? Well, um, yeah, budgeting and forecasting. I, I sort of see budgeting and forecasting as a bit of a, a subset within financial modeling. It's what you would, or it's or more. It's it's you know, financial models could be for the purpose of just about anything, but quite often the the models that we build will be for the purpose of budgeting and forecasting. Okay. And your job may not um, may not involve budgeting and forecasting, but often it does. Uh, yeah. If you are in charge of a project or, you, you know, if you're, um, you know, a lot of business analysts have to, uh, you know, analyse a particular or, or keep on track of, of certain projects and budgeting and forecasting is a really big part of that. They want to yeah. know. What is our budget? What um, you know? How are we tracking against that? Being able to report actual versus budget right. or actual versus forecast. Being able to do that in a way that is um, uh, you, you know that doesn't take months and months and months to put together. Um, having something that's quick and easy that people can can refer to um, is is a it is a it is a really good good skill to have and often what people are are asking for a lot of this stuff I think you know when I first started out you would have a person dedicated to budgeting or you'd have a person dedicated for financial analysis and it's not like that anymore you 
your your job is 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 very you, you know you you need to do a number of different things you need to have the excel skills you need to have the storytelling skills you need to have the budgeting forecasting so there's multiple things that you need to be able to do you can't just go oh that's that's the job of finance or yeah. you know that's the job of the modeler you need to be able to be across all of that fantastic now, what, uh, what, what tools do you use to build a three-way financial model? Can you use Excel? Can you use Power BI? And, and why? Mm-hmm. Yeah, typically we, we use Excel. You knew, I'm sure you knew I was going to say that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's your choices are Excel, Excel or Excel. Yeah, Excel right, um, yeah. 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 Power BI is, um, we, we sort of see it as part of Excel, but it's not at all. It's a completely different system. But um, Power BI will read from Excel. So it'll drag. So you can do your calculations in Excel or you could, it can draw data from just about anywhere, you know, CSV or, or, or other systems and you pull it into Power BI. Uh, and then it's it's really a, a dashboard tool so it will do your calculations but uh, it's it's not really a modeling tool um, you can do a certain amount of modeling in it you can do reporting I have seen three-way financial models built in it but it's typically not what it's what it's built for it's built in order to create dashboards so power bi does fantastic visualizations Mm. so you know when i talked about getting a financial model and then you put a tab over the top of it and you put a whole lot of graphs over the top um you could do it like that or you could bring the whole thing into power bi um and power bi is um the advantage of of doing in a power bi is that the the graphs and the visuals are a lot more advanced than Excel. Right. Um, not that Excels are not 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 good, but there's a lot more op- options um, yeah. in Power BI. And the other great thing about it is that it's really shareable. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can publish it and you can make it available. You can set it up so that it's can be published on the phone. And um, for it's really a reporting and dashboarding tool, probably. If we're building a three-way model, I probably wouldn't. I probably leave that in Excel. Um, I, you can do it in Power BI, but it's not typically what it's um, what it's generally used for. But Power BI is a great, it's a, a fantastic um, skill to have. Again, because it's, and I'm not just saying this because I uh, because they recently gave me an award, but it's a, it's a it's a Microsoft tool, which means that there's a lot of people that use it. So. It means that um, if you learn how to use Power BI, your skills are going to be quite quite transferable across different industries and in different countries. Fantastic. Predictive analytics, hot topic mm. these days. How can we use Excel for predictive analytics? Fairly rudimentarily, is that a word? Yeah, <laughs> it's really, I think it is, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's fairly rudimental in terms of the way that it um, it does the calculation, but you can. You can do sort of basic um, regression analysis. You can use it. It's got like a forecasting function. There's a, a, a forecast data, actually a little tool that will that will will do it do it for you. And quite often it is that is sufficient, and that's all we need. And um, we often do it for building um, budgets. You know, you've got your historical data. You might have a look at the seasonality, and then use some forecast or trend functions to push something out into the future um, using some of the historical data that you've got. Um, so, um, 
So yeah, it does do it does do um, predictive analytics, um, okay. But if you wanted to, you, you know, get get more into it, you might look at using R or Python or some other right. other tools. Mm, but uh, yeah, Excel most of the time will do the job for what you what you need it to do. Mm. So if anyone in the audience wants to get in touch with yourself uh, through mm -hmm. Plum Solutions, perhaps, how can they do so? Uh, probably LinkedIn is the place that I hang out most of the time. So um, probably best to contact me uh, that way. Um, yeah, so I'm always sharing a lot of content. I have uh, meetups that we we do them virtually, so I do them every every couple of weeks. We have some kind of live event where you can learn with different guests and, and you can learn more about financial modelling that way. Fantastic. And I think I've joined your meetup in Toronto a couple of times because of the time mm -hmm. zones. The time mm -hmm. zone is easier for me in the North American uh, area. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, fantastic. I would definitely say join the meetup group for, for the yeah. note, indeed. Yeah, yeah. Sure. yeah. The, um, the time zone is um, is always a challenge, but um, yeah. Cecilia Alves runs the um, the Toronto meetup, oh, group, okay. which, is, right. which is fantastic. So she's uh, another Excel MVP. So she has um, similarly uh, a lot of um, great guests, and I usually try and uh, join those meetups as well whenever the uh, time zone allows. Fantastic. Well, great. Well, thanks very much, Danielle, for joining us. This has been very formative, and I'm sure a lot of business analysts can take away a lot of information from this. Also, thank you very much. Thank you um, for having me, Marcus. Lovely to meet you. Yeah, indeed. All right. Have yourself a great day. You too.